Sorang your do wherever you are. It's a new day. It's a new day. Um, hello there. Hello. Mr. And hello to you, sister. Hello, sister. Welcome. My dear sister Zelda Moon. That's me. As I live and breathe. Your yes. wig looks very nice today. Oh, freshly styled. Of course, I am a... Uh, well-accomplished wig stylist at this point. I, I like the bang, but <laughs> why the bald spot? What? Yeah, next in fashion, mm. bald spots in wigs. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. How are you, a laser surgeon? I'm good. I'm sweating like a big old pig. <laughs> like a pig. Well, a pig would sweat like a pig. Oh, think- and welcome oh, to yeah. Death to Everyone. This is a podcast. Delightful podcast here. We're broadcasting from the celestial void, of course, where mm. we make some judgments mm. about all sorts of things. Because it is the end of days. It is. And we're going to preserve some of the best of the best in a uh, bunker situation. How's that? How embarrassing is that clock to midnight? You what know, you mean, the one in the Jennifer Lopez video? Waiting for tonight? Is that what you're talking about? I presume. That's, that's not what they were talking about. Oh. You know where they forecast like how close we are to the apocalypse and they're like, it's 30 seconds to midnight. Oh. And it's like, if all of human time on earth has been, I don't know, 24 hours, now it's almost midnight. And then they're like, uh, you know when a teacher's like, two, two and three quarters, two and three, you know, and you're like, oh, yes. You, okay, well, you've kind of ruined it by being like, you know, if we'd started at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, now it's nine, everyone, hurry up. But then instead they're like, they're every year they're like, well, we just got two more sh- milliseconds to midnight. And how do you feel about that, you big old losers? No one's mm-hmm. doing anything. Teachers say that to their kids. You know, they're like, if everyone's not back in their seat by three, the count of three. And then when yes. everyone's actually doing it really slowly, they're like, one, one and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. so it's like the scientists were like, this clock ought to get them because time. And then they forgot. <laughs> comes for itself. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, maybe we do a few uh, hours after midnight. Can I tell you a story about primary school? Mm. So <laughs> I, <laughs> this is really awful, but. When I was in maybe like grade one or two, like young, 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 mm. we had like a um, a blue yabby in an aquarium. To teach you about responsibility? Yeah, and a lesson I learned. So I think for school holidays, we like rotated through, I don't know, whoever wanted to volunteer to take the yabby home to take care of it. Well, I wonder who in that class wanted to take the yabby. <laughs> So I took the Yavi home. Wow. And because we had like we had aquariums at home, but we had to set one up for the Yabby and it all just I don't know, it all happened last minute. I and who's know. wearing that cost, Mrs. Deborah? Well, true. Yeah. Um and so Australian summer, I put the like we bring the Yabby home in like an ice cream container and I have it on the lawn oh. while I'm off in the corner. Setting up the aquarium and filling in the gravel and creating a little mm-hmm. scape for old Blue Yabby. And then when I came back to check the ice cream container to move it, the Yabby was no longer alive. And this is what it makes was you... was boiled in the sun. <laughs> it makes you uniquely qualified for this show. <laughs> You're setting up in a little environment and yeah. in the meantime, all those people are dying. Yeah, it's true. Um, so did you buy exact replica Yabby to take back to school? No. That sucks. It's like, why? Is, yeah. Oh. You're like, sorry, like, Kane killed the Yabby. Yeah. 
Do you get like termed like yabby killer or something? I, uh, we, it's safe to say we went through many yabbies. Oh, right. So yeah. it was like. There was another time where another yabby escaped the aquarium <laughs> during school hours. And then at the end of year, when we would do like a deep clean of the classroom, we pulled out all of the like. Yabby corpses. Um, yeah, we found like a yabby corpse behind a bookshelf. I imagine there would have been more than one. She's like, there's the mummified <laughs> one from last year. <laughs> oh, God. Mm, I just yeah. think that that's kind of like, what? yeah, not good for kids. To learn life lessons? Well, it's just like... Well, you think everyone gets a prize, do you? Is that how... Is that better way to... Death is inevitable and coming for all of us. And Zelda will probably be futzing around with the tank while you're dying on the lower. (laughs) Well, be a bit more self-sufficient and, you know, that's important. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if, like, a yabby in nature would have survived the sun. Well, it would have been in a deeper pool than the uh, ice cream container. Likely it wouldn't have been trapped by a small child. (laughs) Oh, so sad. Yeah, you did that. And actually, that's why I think that you're like, quote unquote, so obsessed with underwater like sea life. Because it's like, you've guilt. A lot. You've got blood on your hands. Whereas I'm like kind of ambivalent to sea life, but it's like, what have I done to them? (laughs) Like, I've never killed them. You probably have sea life in your stomach right now. <laughs> mm, I wish. Oh, I do. Oh, what did I you eat, I had eel darling? for lunch. Pardon? Yeah. Unagi? Unagi. Mm. It was delicious. In Teriyaki. what form? Oh, actually. Yeah. Yeah, right. Mm, it was delicious. Um, what? I've never eaten eel. Can you explain? It's just like, it's kind of misc. Like? Like meat doesn't really, like all things, it all just is misc. <laughs> Like, it's like people are like making a big deal out of it. Like, oh, it's like most of it's just the flavorings they add. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can yeah. tell well, the difference sauce. between like pork, chicken, steak, and fish. But it's like once you get into those subcategories, I'm like, baby, it's misc. Like, mm-hmm. what? It's like just a random little protein with some fat middle. I mean, you heard it here first, I guess. What am I meant to throw a fucking parade? <laughs> I do, uh, again, I'm vegetarian, so it's been a long time since I've ordered meat or fish, but do people buy things from fish and chip shops other than flake? Yeah, like a dimmy. No, but I mean like fish. Oh, flathead tails. Sometimes you get a flathead oh. tail, which is like the correct oh. amount of fish. Uh-huh. Yeah, because like the flake is too big. Flake is too big. Yeah. Oh, also fish and chips are over in such a big way. It's not even funny. <laughs> You've had enough? No, the world has had enough. <laughs> mm. Like, no one is fucking with fish and chips anymore. It's too greasy. Mm-hmm. It's like the romance is gone. And I don't know if they changed their recipe, but like, <laughs> like when I was young, fish and chips was like tolerable. Mm. Like a treat, a fun treat. Yeah, yeah. But like now it's just like too greasy. Like you can't just eat a meal that is yellow. It's all that same hue. One hue, yellow, yeah, yeah. and then contrasted against a grey white paper. <laughs> yeah, that paper is so unappetizing. Mm. Oi. Yeah. I don't even know what I would do if I wanted to be like a like a lazy parent in the year of our Lord 2024 because it's mm. not like there's much trough food that's come along. <laughs> like back in the 90s, like there was so much trough food mm-hmm. and chief amongst them, 
like let's go and get a trough of fish and chips yeah, for the kids yeah, tonight yeah, yeah. and just throw it on the table in the packet it came in. Yeah, and, and you put the sauce on the paper or in the cardboard. Yeah, and it's like it's literally <laughs> that low effort. Yeah. And there's not really – what else mm-hmm. is like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We need to find a replacement that's a little bit healthier that's not – yeah. Mm. Like pizza's good, but even that is a bit more fiddly. Because yes. the good thing with kids and fish and chips is that because it's all the same colour – kind of masks like who's had how much of what mm-hmm. so it's not like they're counting the amount of chips whereas with a slice of pizza like little jimmy had five and i only had two and whatever yeah. and i'm not having this don't ask me why i named my child little jimmy <laughs> i fucking hate little jimmy mm. oh, shit he's adopted <laughs> oh my god what do you want to just what touch on that one adoption mm. i would never touch on anything to do with my children. Oh my God. Just spite what the media thinks oh about the gays. Not even their gentle head as I put them to bed. <laughs> so I go to you. <laughs> exactly. Go to your room, wherever it is. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find your way. Um, okay. Okay. How, um, what are, how are you? <laughs> how am I? When am I? <laughs> In the past. Wait, wait. <laughs> Um, no, I'm good. I'm good. I feel like, um, like, okay, so here's a little story mm. about how I was thwarted this week. I went to go and get some like E6000. Yes. Some little gem tack. I wanted like, I have a little stoning project. Yeah. And so I like, I'm like, and like go to spotlight. I'm going to pay the full retail price by mm. the fact that I am a member Everyone, this is a particular type of adhesive. Yes, it is the adhesive. The adhesive. Um, the E6000 Crystal Clear. So I get myself down to the store, the one I normally go to next to the Autobahn, and don't oh, stalk me. No. Um, and I get in there. And, you know, Spotlight has probably the most inept staff. <laughs> no. Not, no, they're not inept. They're incredibly skilled. Like, the people at the fabric desk know what the fuck they're talking about. It's just all these people are impossible to find. Mm. And they're not looking for you. They're actively avoiding you. So if you find someone to help you, it's a miracle. Mm-hmm. I find a woman. Mm. In a the spot, woman? A woman working at the spot. <laughs> like, I say, um, there's no E6000, but it says you have it on the website. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm here. I bet she loved that. Go on. Yeah, I bet she did. I'm like, <laughs> it's not my fault your stock system is a problem. It's your fault. Anyway, says you have it on the website. That's why I'm here. Mm. Do you, do you want to check? <laughs> she didn't say that. Well, I'm like, do you want to check if it's where? Like, I don't know this place. Yeah. You tell me where the boxes are kept. I'll go look. We've been out of the workforce for too long. Go on. I was always a hospital girl, never retail. Um, anyway, so she is like, oh, I'll check out the back, a.k.a. going and standing out the back for five seconds and coming back. Yeah. Like not oh actually. Oh, my God. Yeah. She comes back and she's like, I'm so sorry. And this is not her fault. But then she's like, I'm like, well, do you want, like, do they have it at another store? And she's like, yeah, just call them. I'm like, what? I'm asking you, your yeah, spotlight, what? you call them. You can get through faster to spotlight than I can. It's not me. Mm-hmm. You're like, fine. Spotlight to spotlight. Well, you, I'm sure there's the ask. spotlight phone that yeah. you have back mm-hmm. there. Call the Ricky, your friend over at Spotlight that you met at 
you know, the party or whatever. Mm. Anyway, so then she's like, you call them. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. But um, she revealed to me why there's no E6000 at a single store in the entire state at the moment. And it's because Taylor Swift is coming. And every person oh, in this state is buying the E6000 for their bedazzled bodysuits <laughs> so they can run through the traffic near Rod Laver Arena. Oh, my God. I am infuriated. Yeah. Like, I'm a tacky bitch 365, you know, seven days a week, the That's whole right. thing. Absolutely. Certainly there's got to be like a, like, are you just... Is this just an outfit for the weekend? Are you borrowing my culture? Is this just a fun little yeah, thing for you? Yeah, it's a fun joke for me. Yeah. It's like the Ozempic. Yes. It's like, I need this. This is life-saving for me. <laughs> for you, what is this? It's just for a look. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway. I see. So that was my story. And she was she was kind, but I wasn't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She was kind. She was kind. She was kind. And then they had the tiny little... 20 gram things of E6000 and oh. I was like and she's like oh I found it and it was like the the black E6000 which I don't understand what they make oh yeah and I was like that's a black E6000 <laughs> like <laughs> if you don't know your stock <laughs> then don't why are we doing this yeah 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 why don't you know and she was from the party section wow see well yeah. but I was redirected to her wow yeah. um wh- what is your relationship with Taylor T-Swift. Mm. I have, you know, like she makes some bops, you know, and then they come on the radio and I hear them. I'm really obsessed with her as like a cultural phenomena because I'm like, I can't imagine, like I think if Taylor Swift wasn't famous, oh. which is one of her qualities, mm. I don't think that people would be like, I want to party with that girl. Absolutely not. Like, she's just kind of like, I guess she's not, this is the thing we were talking about with like aspirational versus relatable. Yeah. And it's like, Taylor is just like the ultimate, like, that girl, I literally would not be surprised if I had a friend who looked like Taylor Taylor Swift. Yes. Like, that's, you know, like, and not, not in a bad way, but it's like, I don't know a single person in the world that like, is like a Beyonce level yeah. Like awe inspiring yes, thing yes. to be in the presence of. Yeah. And I can't imagine just seeing Beyonce walking down the street. Whereas a mm. girl that has the energy and vibe of Taylor Swift, I'm like, oh yeah. yeah that's here all the time. And that that is her appeal. Like that mm. is who she's talking to. Mm. Yeah. I um I'm I'm not n- not a fan, but I like I was saying in the car right here, I just know literally nothing about her i think I just like have not been touched by that impact whatsoever mm. it's just like doesn't feel like it's for me i feel like she's now at a th- at a point in her career which happens when you become a megastar where the fame is like the spectacle of the fame has dwarfed anything else about your personhood mm. like she probably somehow will remain like able to write songs that are kind of about love and loss and relationships, but she's so far removed now from any experience that is like any single one of her fans Mm. because she lives in a like isolation, essentially. The only people she meets are sycophants Mm. and friends of celebrities. Like, 
So like anyone that's in the, in, like, you know, she would meet maybe a roadie. Every single second of her day is completely orchestrated. Yeah. Every single moment of her life is completely scrutinized. Like I actually think it's, it seems like hell, whatever the fuck this is, mm. because there's nothing you can do. Mm. She couldn't go and just walk down the street. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah. And so you're just stuck in very lavish apartments, but you're mm. stuck. Mm-hmm. So it's like the whole reason to move to New York is that you can go anywhere and be in New York and run mm. into people and da, da, da. Suddenly it's like New York is just a series of towers that have like one room where you can go or a floor that you have access to. Prison chambers. Right? It's like the, yeah. the a civilian has more. Like a songbird. Well, exactly. <gasps> Hi, Angelou, tell us about it. Their rumour is... <laughs> Willis. <laughs> the rumour is that she'll be playing Dazzler in Deadpool 3. Dazzler is a mutant whose uh, power is like... I think everyone knows the power of Dazzler. <laughs> Could you go on? Yeah. So Dazzler's power is throwing small little bombs that um, shoot up and are very blinding bright. (laughs) And she has an adaptation in her eyes that allows her to see in bright lights. I see. She can look into the sun. Ah. And that's why they say, there's Dazzler looking into the sun. Well, I couldn't have said it better myself. But yeah, the rumor is that she'll be playing Dazzler in Deadpool 3 and I just don't know how to feel about that. On one hand, I think it's kind of hot. Even though I have no interest in Tay-Tay. But she kind of has the Luke if they put some volume in her hair. I don't know if that's possible. Um, (laughs) She has six very hard-working strands of hair. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I don't know. That's really the only thing I've ever thought about her. Is that recent rumor. (laughs) Mm, Willis. Yeah. Mm, Okay. Okay. So, Zelda Moon, yeah. how does the world end this week? Oh, my God. Well, I've already given it away, haven't I? What? Because I have a giant Tupperware container. Oh it's God. an ice cream container, sorry. It's full of water. And um, <laughs> I shall be swiftly putting planet Earth inside of this ice cream container. And I'm going to rest, rest it gently on Venus while I set up an aquarium on Saturn or something, and um, it's far too hot. And the and aquarium is the bunker. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Um, and the planet will boil. Boil. I like that. Mm. Mm. Heat, I heat. How do you do in heat? <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to, but that is what happened. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know what? Continuing a trend of giants of the moon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The um, creativity. And also, they didn't drown in the water. It mm. was really the heat of the water that... It was really the incompetence of the woman that put her there. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Well, not all apocalypses are intentional. <laughs> I would are say they? none of them have been so far. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, like in, in human history. Oh, right. Yeah. Hmm. Except for the one we're heading towards now. Oh. But even then, it's like such a diffusion of responsibility. <laughs> God. Most of the people responsible for this apocalypse died a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's now time to go to our very first break. A quick little break. A quickie. I'll see you all later. We 
interrupt this broadcast to bring you a message from the bunker. The air was thick with tension as Victoria Beckham gazed at her son, Romeo, standing before the entrance of the underground bunker. The world outside seemed to hold its breath, awaiting an impending apocalypse. The once vibrant city now lay in shadow, a testament to the chaos that loomed. Victoria's eyes, usually composed and stoic, balanced a well of emotions as she hugged her son tightly. The gravity of the situation hung between them like an unspoken weight. The bunker entrance loomed behind Romeo, a steel portal to safety in an uncertain world. Romeo, me love, promise me you'll stay safe, Victoria whispered, her voice breaking with a vulnerability seldom seen in the public eye. Romeo looked up to his mother, his normally carefree demeanour replaced by a sombre expression. I promise, Mum, I'll do whatever it takes to survive, and I'll find you when it's over. Tears welled in Victoria's eyes as she held her son's face in her hands. You're strong, Romeo. You've got your father's resemblance and my determination. Remember, no matter what happens out there, you're a Beckham, and Beckhams don't give up. A siren wailed in the distance, signalling the urgency of the situation. Time was running out, and Romeo reluctantly stepped towards the bunker entrance. Victoria, fighting back her cheers, clung to the hope that this separation would only be temporary. As the heavy door creaked shut, Victoria watched through the small window, her heart pounding in her chest. She pressed her hand against the cold glass, a silent farewell etched in the air between them. The world outside disappeared. But Romeo was enveloped in the safety of the underground sanctuary. Alone, Victoria stood in the eerie silence that followed, a mother facing an uncertain future for her child. The weight of the apocalypse hung in the air, but so did the resilience of her mother's love. In the dim light, Victoria whispered to herself, Stay strong, Romeo. We'll see each other again. This is not goodbye. Just uh, see you later. Wow, incredible. <laughs> That's a heartfelt moment. I truly did get goosebumps when she was left alone after Romeo went inside. Yes. It really added a human weight to our decisions. And what wasn't um, in here, but we know, of course, happened next, was that she was sucked up in the in the, <laughs> the, um, bubble, the bubble spray. tea straw and then spat out. I think she was shrouded in insects. <laughs> yeah. Oh, of course. But not the pretty ones, just the ugly insects. <laughs> yes, of course, no daddy long legs. Yeah. Um, um, oh. Yeah, that was really good. Did that have a title? Uh, oh, sorry. So, um, no, untitled. Wow. So two amazing fanfics so far Incredible. from listeners to this show. Well, I didn't realize we had such talent. I know. And that one is truly um, two Spice Girls ones as well. So these are our most compelling characters. In the bunker, the Spice Girls are yeah. really reigning supreme. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, please send us your fan uh, fiction. And um, now we'll return to our regular program. Turning to our program now. Goodbye. And we're back. Okay, let's get into the meat. Let's get into the meat of things. All you. Okay, so okay. this uh, this first topic uh-huh. is going to correct something that I feel it's been weighing on my heart. Mm-hmm. 
is that as you longtime fans will know, fans of the the bunker, yeah, we have a library in the bunker. Yes, but it's currently empty. Well, well, <laughs> well, there's one thing in it. One thing in there. A tiny picture of a dick. Tiny picture of a dick. Yeah. Wait, is that it? There's a. F- there's something else. No, I think... Oh, I could check the list, but I really can't be bothered. Let's go on. It's impossible to know. Anyway, so I think that we're going to try and add some things to the bunker, Mm. uh, to the bunker's library. Yeah. Um, So we'll start with which children's book? (gasps) We've heard about children. We've heard about books. (laughs) But did you know there are books just for children? (laughs) They're tiny little (laughs) eyes. Developed enough to see, apparently. You know what is my first? What's my? Uh, you know, like um, baths for little kids. How there's like the little. You mean puddles? <laughs> there's the little like fabric books that are like waterproof for reading in the bath time. Yeah, shan't be encouraging that behaviour with my children. <laughs> you pick an activity. This isn't your leisure time. Oh my god, it's either bath or reading. Yeah, I actually can I say. Hmm. Who was talking to me about this recently? Someone was saying that they were really into reading in the bath and it reminded me of my friend who all her books are like soggy and waterlogged from all her time reading in the bath. And I'm like, just doesn't seem worth it. She needs those waterproof books. She needs it, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, what a technology we refuse to update. Mm. Like I get the Kindles or a thing, but like basic books could probably do a little bit of a freshen up. A little bit of waterproofing. Well, it's just like weatherproof. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> um, okay. Do you have any first thoughts? Children's books. So, like, I want favorite memories. I definitely want to bop around to like some of the classics. Like, I think there's the Rainbow Fish, yes. which I guess is like it's meant to be an allegory for Christ. Apparently, it's the story of Jesus Christ. Jesus. Christ. Jesus. Christ, the son of God, the yeah. carpenter. Yes. Born to a virgin mother. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's the one. Mm-hmm. So in that story, <laughs> there's a fish that has foiled little scales. Glittery. And he rips them off his body, giving un- of his flesh to the other greedy fish who are like, what do they want it for? It's like, as an outfit? <laughs> No, it's not like that at all. I've been reading it to my daughter. It's actually really weird. Go on. Mm. Well, maybe I've got the abridged version. <laughs> the bit without the sacrament and then the <laughs> crucifixion. Well, it's like a, it's like one of those cardboard ones. You know, it's not like a it's not like a paper version. It's like. Can the, it go in the bath or what? Yeah, it could go in the bath. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what's the what's the tea, Matt? Well, um, the fish. One little fish asked Rainbow Fish, "Like, can I have one of your glittery scales?" And Rainbow Fish is like, "No, I'm too." Good for you and like all this Jesus, stuff. yeah, oh. yeah. And then he doesn't have any friends, so then he asks the octopus, like, "What do I do?" And then the octopus says, "Just give your scales away." And then he does, and then all his friends, he's friends with everyone. But he's like really up on himself. Like I don't know, he's really also what the fuck? That's mm. such a bad lesson for children. I feel like it's a bad lesson. It's like it's like. If people don't like you, give them things until they give like you. Give them shiny things until they become... I think it was just mostly led by a breakthrough in picture book technologies. Well, I don't think Of the iridescent thing. holographic bits. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Because what other book had that at the time? Yeah, it's true. It it's was like, iconic. fuck, yeah. look at how shiny this book is. I think that listening to an octopus is sound advice. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. 
Um, what about the caterpillar one? That's another The very classic. hungry caterpillar. I yes. think that... Wait, so what does that one do? He just... Wait, Matt, what happens in that? <laughs> oh, I actually don't know. I've got another one that's like the Eric oh, for my daughter, not for me. Um, yeah, good. good <laughs> Throw the listeners off the set. It's got like all the animals from that book, but they're all got like little because all the kids' books these days have to have like tactile things on them. Like so, it's got like little bits of fur on the bear and stuff. And uh, but it doesn't have it has like one caterpillar in it, one very hungry caterpillar. Wait, so there's like a spin-off MCU of the hungry caterpillar? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Eric. Is it Eric Carl? Kyle, Carlisle? I don't know. I don't know what his name is. No one knows. Anyway, he he's made all these <laughs> other animals, and they've all got like little. Stick to what you're good at, Carlisle. Things, yeah. Hungry caterpillars. Hungry little bitches eating <laughs> up the world. <laughs> um. And then the other classic that pops to mind is the possum one. Possum magic. Possum magic. Which is just beautiful illustration. Yeah. Um. There was one when I was growing up called like um, Magpie and the Fox. It's called mm-hmm. Fox. Mm-hmm. And it's a magpie in the bush that has a broken wing. And then him and the fox become friends. And then the magpie rides on the fox's back. That's cute. It's very cute. There's magpies in the bunker. And they like kind of complete each other because they both have like deficiencies. Mm. Yeah. Um, then there's uh, Where the Wild Things Are about a boy that goes to, you know, an island where there's terrifying monsters, but he's like, well, I hate my family, so this will do. Oh, my God. And then uh, there's a sea in my bedroom, what? which is a good time. <laughs> there's an ocean area. There's in an my ocean area. I, I really, yeah. Oh, you go. I really, there was a book called The Wacky Book of Witches, which I can't find anywhere. Witches. Which was like just really detailed drawings where it was like, you could just stare at them for hours. Brunhilda has a big nose with seven walls. <laughs> yeah, but it was more like maps and things of the witch's town Ooh, and their houses and things. That's like cool. Cross sections. Yeah, I used to like books like that that had like a lot of... What is that crackling in the yeah. background? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, I was just eating a snack. Oh, um, oh this nice snack room. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. oh. This is a snack room over here. We're yeah, I like the books that were like yeah. kind of almost scientific, you know, like they had a little... Yeah, um, like medieval towers, but you could see the man pooping in the medieval thing when you <laughs> open up the door. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, like it had like sort of maps to what the lands that they were talking about. Yeah. Yes. Like what was that one that was like forever everywhere? Um like dragonology and then or yeah. like fairyology. Yeah, I used to love those ones. And they had like an inset gemstone in the cover and you're like, precious gemstone. And it was oh like, God. this dragon, his scientific name is... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. They were a good time. Oh, my God. Um, I loved this book growing up called Bungle in the Jungle. <laughs> um <laughs> That was set in uh, Africa, I believe. Bunghole in the jungle. (laughs) Bungle in the jungle. uh, What are you saying? (laughs) I'm saying bungle in the jungle. What am I saying? (laughs) You're saying something else. 
My bung hole. Really. Keep children away from her. <laughs> you're a, oh my god, your drag story time. Anyway, welcome um, to bung hole in the jung hole. <laughs> <laughs> this is tactile. Oh my god, <laughs> scratch and sniff. No, anyway, they like go to this watering hole and then <laughs> <laughs> what they do? Uh, yeah, and, but they do. <laughs> and there's all these different animals, and then they're like envious of each other or whatever. And then there's a I don't we've know, all some... been to Baba. <laughs> And then one is like slightly more magical and is like, oh, you want a long neck like the giraffe? Sounds like the rainbow then, fish. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, there's only so many ideas. Um, <laughs> then they like all flip and then like the elephant has a long neck and the ostrich has rhino horn and stuff. And they've all been bungled. In the jungle. Mm. Matt, what the fuck? <laughs> Is it delicious? I'll cut this out. What is it? What is it? Some chocolate pieces. Oh, chocolate. Oh, there's multiple pieces. Pieces. Interesting. Um, But my favourite children's book growing up was was The Lady with the Alligator Purse. Because I had this particular version that had really cute illustrations and I... Fucking what loved is the it. lady with the alligator? Oh bird? my god, she's a you woman. Would say she's that. a woman that owns a gorgeous <laughs> rare Birkin. Miss Lucy had a baby. His name was Tiny Tim. She put him in the bathtub to see if he could swim. He drank up all the water. He ate up all the soap. He tried to eat the bathtub, but it wouldn't go down his throat. Keep trying, and so on. <laughs> Where's the lady with the yes. alligator person at? Well, so. He swallows the bathtub, right? Who? Tiny Tim. Oh, little Jimmy. (laughs) And then Miss Lucy called the doctor. Miss Lucy called the nurse. Miss Lucy called the lady with the alligator purse. Oh, there she is. Mumps, said the doctor. Is she the doctor? Measles, said the nurse. Hiccups, said the lady with the alligator purse. (laughs) She does not sound like she has. And you know what happened next? Out went the doctor. Out went the nurse. And then out went the lady with the alligator purse. And her cure for the hiccups, not in the rhyme, but certainly in the illustrations, was pizza. What the fuck is mumps? I don't know. Mumps. Mumps. I don't don't know. Because I'm thinking if a medical professional told me my child had mumps and then some bitch with a fucking exotic (laughs) animal endangered species purse came in and was like, I think it's hiccups. Eat pizza. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you'd say Sulang you're to you darling and send them on their way mumps is a viral infection that affects the salivary gland easily uh, preventable by a vaccine wow yeah <laughs> that you can't oh my god you have a fever headache and swallowing and she's like hiccups fever um, but how good anyway it was really cute and who was reading and that? alligator what? Purse. Well, it was sentient. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. You only left that butt out. <laughs> yeah, How did you know it was sentient? Well, it was having expressions. Oh, it was like smiling. Yeah, I think it like ate some pizza as well. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch is like, oh, I did recommend this pizza, but now I'm taking some home for later. <laughs> yeah, well, there's enough for everyone. Um, yeah. Mm. I, um, what? Well, do you remember the fucking vice-like grip that that Blue Day book had on our culture for like three day, three Blue years? Day. The Blue Day book, and it was like nature photography of different animals, and it was just like 
If you ever feel blue, no. I will give you a hug. Oh. And it was like animals hugging and talking. Mm. It was like the original meme page. Oh. But it was like the way that that was like a Mother's Day gift mm. for a solid three years. Mm. The Blue Day book. I have not experienced this and I'm glad. No, I'm going to get it for you. <laughs> no. Maybe you'd be less depressed. <laughs> if I just saw some... Uh, well, maybe yeah. it tells you a story about how to feel better. Oh. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, so my... Like, <gasps> what about... most? Oh. <laughs> go on. <laughs> no, you go. Sorry. My most profound picture book experience was as a kid, I was like... Yeah, which happens to a lot of kids, I think, obsessed with the idea of dying and death. Huh. Like once it occurred to me that it was going to happen, I mm. was like, I am going to die. My parents are going to die. Yeah. Everyone I know and love is going to die. Mm. There will come a day when I am just dead. Yeah. And I think it just would like consume me, like just cause me like insane amounts of panic. Oh my God. Like I would have like meltdowns. So not like fun thinking about it, but like... <laughs> <laughs> Not like dreaming about it yeah. like I do now. Mm. No, but like mm. full existential dread <gasps> oh. and panic attacks that would just like leave me like crying and just be like awful. Um, and like some of the worst, you know, times. About. Yeah, yeah. But um, one day then my mum was like out, sh- like, you know, at a store and she saw this picture book and she was like, it was like, I, she'd ne- she'd never seen this picture book before, and it was like as if it was just like warped from like somewhere else to mm. just be in front of her at that moment. And it's mm. called "Who Is Ben," mm. and it's this picture book, like oil painted book, and it's about a boy, and he's like sitting in his room, like at night, while his parents are like downstairs, you know, hanging out, and he's sitting in his room, and his, the lights are off, mm. and he's looking out at his backyard, and then he looks out across the yard. And there's like a pear tree and he looks past the pear tree and there's a fence and past the fence there's the road and past the road there's the night sky. Mm. And he's just like thinking about like that, kind of like contemplating this idea of death and dying. Mm. And then his mum comes into the room and she is like, what are you doing? And the light's off. And then he like, she turns the lights off and like they get into bed and they're lying together. And he asks her and he says, uh... Like, mom, where was I before I was born? And she's like, mm, like, doesn't say anything. And then and he's like, well, where will I be after I die? And then he kind of just knows, like, in that moment that he'll be in that that darkness, that, like, comforting, mm. warm darkness that is out there beyond the, the pear tree that's just kind of quiet and still and beautiful. And it was very profound mm. at the time. And still, but, like, it was, like, the thing that stopped my panic attacks forever. Wow. And literally, like, there's been only a few instances since then that I've ever felt, like, that extreme, like, I need to jump out of my skin kind of panic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So who was Ben? Well, exactly. Oh, right. He was the darkness. (gasps) Mm. (laughs) He was the darkness beyond the pear tree and past the street. Also the name of my ex-boyfriend. Fitting. <laughs> Who is Ben? <laughs> um, I'm surprised you didn't say Grug. 
<laughs> Considering your general appearance. Oh, what about you, Harry McClary? <laughs> I was going to say Harry McClary. Yeah. Um, but what about Danatopia? What about, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, obviously all the Roald Dahl stuff is incredible, but it's not really a picture book. Although it is a kid's book. All the Paul Jennings stuff is incredible. And like, I don't know, you know how kids like all often find their like, their beginning of their like awakenings in like books where Mm -hmm. they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't know why. But like Paul Jennings is like the awakenings for like weird fucking kids and like Mm. future like strange sexual proclivities because like all his... You know, like round the twist and all that shit. Oh, yeah. Like his stuff is just so fucked up and so fucking weird. Um, yeah. Yes. It's good stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, yeah. What like I? Gizmo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gizmo yeah. was one of his. Kids would find this Gizmo and then it would start fucking with their lives. Mm. A tiny little machine that makes you switch body with people around you. Well, I'd say it's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Hmm. Well, yeah. that book sounds good. There's a lot of existential dread in the bunker. That mm. might be good for them. Who is Ben? Throw them a bone. Throw them a copy of Who is Ben. Mm. That'd be nice. Could be nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, Although Bunghole in the Jungle is good. <laughs> Bungle in the Jungle. That's what I said. Oh, my God. <laughs> also, what is that? What are you saying? Bunghole? Bung? <laughs> That's what you're saying. <laughs> oh, my God. But why is that a thing? Who calls that a bunghole? Well, ask the jungle. Oh ask people God. gathering around that watering bunghole. A bung is like the the bottom of a barrel, isn't it? The, the hole where the stuff comes out of a barrel. And then you put a bung in it to like plug it up. Put a bung in it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Hey, listen, that's as good bung. as we're going to get here. <laughs> My God, what if you were like chatting to some guy on Grinder and you're like, yeah, I'm into toys, like dildos and bungs. Yeah, bring a bung yeah. for it's my really watering fashion. hole. <laughs> Don't think anyone would get that reference. Well, yeah. that is news to me. I did not know that's what that was. Yeah. Maybe if they're over 60. And like mm. you have to put it in with a wooden hammer or a rubber mallet, <laughs> I presume. Yes. Rubber mallet would do that job so good. Or is that a spigot? Maybe that's a spigot. Mm, spigot. I don't know. Hmm. What about Where's Wally? Do you, do you like where, Where's Wally? Where, 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 where is Wally? Where, where is Wally? Yeah, that's fucking cool. I just, um, it's stressful. I don't understand why. <laughs> I've heard it's so relaxing looking at Wally. Looking oh, for Wally. No, I don't like that. Yeah. It's um, working. What if I can't find him? Well, that's it. It's like I knew where the alligator was when I went to <laughs> a woman with her pose. Um, but also, I don't. Uh, I, I don't need to pursue the answer, but I'm perplexed and annoyed by there being Waldo and Wally. Why does he have two names in well, different it's regions? Cluedo and Clue all over again. Not... They call Cluedo Clue in America. Oh, God. I can't pronounce it. I can't Clue. pronounce Wally. Wally. Yeah, Wally is just not a name, really. What's his name? <laughs> you know, Americans got to be asked to do new things. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I loved that TV show. Oh, yeah. And then there was like evil Wally with yellow and brown. And then sometimes there was girl Wally. Girl like Wally. Oddlaw. <laughs> His name Why is was girl Oddlaw. Wally so sexy? Mm. <laughs> Something about that outfit. It's just her. Yeah. Personal charm. 
Um, the the last thing I think that we should throw into this little mix oh. is I Spy. With My Little Eye. You know, like the book series I Spy, we like bric-a-brac from a crazy gay man's house, like shoved into an image and then lit like it's Barbara Streisand. Oh, yeah. I, I had those books, yeah. They're um, like And you had to so find like find the... What symbol a, on a page. Yeah, and what find a fucking a dice or whatever. It was like, oh, it was just like heaps of random yes. objects all thrown on a page and photographed. And then, but they're so beautiful. Like the images yeah. are weirdly the most compelling thing. Like they're just, they're kind of sad. Like mm. there's like a melancholy, but an ultra fashion chic. Like, like the person who styled those images is like very cool and on cocaine. Like it's, <laughs> they're so cool. That's amazing. Yeah. And there's like, there's even the selection, there's a girl on TikTok who now is trying to round up objects that are, have been the stars of an I Spy. Mm. And like the object selection are so insane because they're like trinket toys from the 1920s up to now, like up to mm. when the, it was produced. And it's like, what, how do you even select for that? Like, mm, mm. That's fun. It's cool. I was thinking of Magic Eye when you said. Oh, I do love Magic Eye. I really have always been like, how can we harness Magic Eye technology more Mm. often now, day to day? When I worked in advertising, I I think many times I was like, (laughs) perhaps we could do something with Magic Eye. (laughs) 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 Well, like billboards. It's <laughs> giant billboard that's a magic eye, yeah. and there's like a little <laughs> foot lip, like a oh my god, what is it called? The a little cherry picker, cherry picker to get you up there. And there's people. No, like they really have to do it while they're driving away. in traffic, like reverse, <laughs> reverse back on the highway, just like a pile Ooh. up of ten cars, but yeah. they're like, I can kind of see it. <laughs> Are you saying walnuts? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. oh, I got really good at magic eyes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I actually think like probably the best. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Ever. Like probably the best of my peers. Oh yeah. 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 Mm. Well, congratulations. <sighs> okay. Um, do uh, Matt, does your child have a favourite? Um, yeah, what contemporary liberal yeah. swill nonsense are you reading <laughs> to that child? Well, she's only nine months old, so. Yeah. Well. But she does enjoy um, this series of books called, um, what are they called? That's Not My Puppy. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> it's like each that's page. Stealing like, a young girl's dog. <laughs> it's like, that's not my puppy. Its paws are too fluffy. And then it has a little fluffy thing on its paws. I like my puppy with shorts. And then it's like, that's dog. not my puppy. Its ears are too scratchy or whatever. Oh, and But there's a whole series. It's like, there's like, that's not my bear, teddy bear. That is not my truck. Whatever. They have. They have every single thing under the sun. That's not my bunny. It's a whole series of books, and she really loves them. That's she good. thinks they're the best. But I mean, they're not—they're not that interesting. Well, what does she, she know? She's nine months old. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> she could probably do a little better. Like, taking um, the opinion. Does, of... she, <laughs> does she watch Bluey yet? No, we haven't really let her watch anything yet. She just mm, stays just in the attic. Yeah, the <laughs> she just cries when she's bored, and that's it. Yeah, and then you guys come and reenact scenes from <laughs> Sex and the City too. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. What do parents do? 
And uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. underneath thousands of years of tradition was this year's spring collection. Is that a, that's a good? I think that's a good parenting tactic, Matt. That's mm. great. Yeah, thank you. Um, I have never been so humiliated. <laughs> I did buy a Richard Scary book there the other day. A little like. What people do all day, you what? know. The, you can't just uh, drop a name and be like, "You, you know, are." Richard Scarry, yeah, it was like Sex in the City bits. It was now. like I think we talked about it on the podcast once before. It was like these little animals that kind of like go around the town, and they're just like there's like a worm in a oh apple car. the my apple car yeah yeah apple car worm and yeah love him big little, world little, yeah little world of animals. No, got one of them finally. That's mm. cute. That's cute. Finally got off the waiting list. For the yeah, Richard Scarry. <laughs> and now you've got a few more recommendations. Yeah. Bunghole in the Junghole. Oh I'll check that out. It's, uh, I think I've still got it. Um, could we lend it? Could you borrow it? Yeah. Can we borrow it? Yeah. Oh uh, okay. So what do you want to do, darling? <gasps> Your existential crisis book? Maybe that. Or maybe... R.L. Stein, Choose Your Own Adventure. I'm sorry I left it till last, but oh. fuck. How good were those books? Mm. Choose your own adventure. Maybe we'll leave that for YA. We'll yeah, come back for YA because like, there's a lot to talk about if, in YA. If Dinotopia is out, then that's out because <laughs> that's mature reading. Yeah, no, YA we yeah. can discuss yeah. with with Twilight and all of those things. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Harry Potter. Harry Butthole. YA. <laughs> Harry Bunghole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me say, yeah, Harry Bungle. Okay, what book are we putting in? I think uh, I'm happy to say who is Ben. Yeah, I think that's lovely. Okay. Yeah. Sincerity in the bunker. Enjoy your crisis. <laughs> yeah. Not often that we have a serious moment here on the pod. Well, that's not lingering it. <laughs> we'll be right back. Uh- Hello, divas. Shulang Yar to you all. Of the world. It's time to decide. You know what? It's a, um, it's a, it's a dark afternoon in the bunker. <laughs> it's gloomy. It is. It's, you can't be denied. And there's few options around. But what, um, what hobbies do you think the inhabitants of the bunker might like to pick up? Mm, hobbies. 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 A.K.A. jobs you don't get paid for. True. So, Zelda Moon. Yeah. I am looking at you. Oh. And I know that you would have done karate. <laughs> karate. Yes, I did. Um, maybe <laughs> That's some so rude. Taekwondo. No, just karate. Karate. Oh, my God. Um, did you ever do scouts? No. Did you ever do... My brother did. Was he good? I uh, is that a good or bad thing? You just kind of do. That's right. Well, I guess you could become like scout Something. leader. No, he like transitioned away from that into like. Oh, he transitioned <laughs> into like tennis or basketball, <laughs> or whatever. You were like, oh, I'm done seeing the world. Let's just focus on this tennis court. Yeah. Yeah. Did you do a sport? Basketball. You're so tall. Oh my god, I did tennis. You ever play basketball? For, You're so tall. <laughs> You'd be great. A little bit, but I, I can't believe that's a thing. What other sport is like, oh, you're tall, you're automatically good at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so stupid. It's like, then change the, the rules. amount of times I've heard that sentence in my life. They so need to make the hoop at like mid-height. mid, mid height. 
to just take the advantage away. Uh-huh. It's so stupid. Lower it. Like, and then it's like, oh, well, then it's just about how well you are at doing that carnival game of like throwing a ball through a hoop. We're not ones to speak on sport, I don't think, darling. I love um, the pickleball. <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to get really into pickleball this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. So I did do tennis for a short while, but I didn't, I didn't, I could be watching cartoons on Saturday morning. Instead, I was playing tennis. Yeah. So not for long. Um, but I also got, so I fainted twice in my life and both times were related <laughs> for to attention. tennis yeah. one was <laughs> have i told this story god what? i hope not um one was like at the tennis club i wasn't playing of course but <laughs> i wasn't on <laughs> but we were it was like the tennis club party of the year or whatever <laughs> and wow we're really enjoying having you and your family coming to stay at the club we might even offer you a full-time membership <laughs> oh my god um, and I was helping blow up the balloons with helium and I had never done this before and I had never understood. And I still don't understand how you're meant to breathe the helium from the balloon. But so I was like huffing helium from this balloon, trying to like make my voice squeaky. And well, then you do I, it to your mouth, not through your nose. Well, whatever. And then I like just breathed it for too long, and then I fainted. And I fainted onto the helium container and like smashed my head on the hard. Did no one try and like catch you? I don't know. No. Wait. So you were just standing there, like, <laughs> and then I fainted. And then when you woke up, you're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> and then the second time was. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> the second time I was playing tennis and I got hit in the face with a tennis ball and I faint knocked me out. A tennis ball? <laughs> yeah. They well, darling, really you hard. went to hit it with a racket. Oh, my God. So, anyway. That's tennis. depressing. I didn't think um, I would be able to look at you after that. <laughs> um, what about you? What childhood? <sighs> well, you know, like any um, like kid, suburban kid... Um, with a little bit of upward mobility um, and two parents um, <laughs> who were able to take us through. We cycled through so many fucking hobbies. Yeah. It was just like, you know, the thing to do it was like, you know, what are you going to do now? And I think that's like with parents, they're just like, well, if you'll see what works, you know. So I did piano, mm-hmm. violin, yes. karate, mm. um, I walked into a scouts meeting and I literally walked in and was like, no, no, this is so lame. I'm like, I'm lame, but this is not the (laughs) genre of lame. This is not my flavor. Mm -hmm. I'm like, they're in, like, I liked that they got outfits. No, I like that they got the, the embroidered badges. Yes. I think that is cool. There's something Mm. to collect here. There's an incentive. But the activities attached were like rope tying, mm. which I probably could use now in my real life. But it's like <laughs> wayfinding. Yeah. What do you mean? Don't you know GPS is about to be invented? Idiots. <laughs> oh so I walked out of that room. Yeah. Um, theater. Yes, acting. I did acting, but I didn't like do it consistently throughout my whole life. I just did like one thing of acting. Mm. And then I thought, wow, I've mastered it. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and then basketball um, 
And that was it. I did basketball for a long time, but mm. like in my youth. Mm. But it was just like, I was so obviously really fucking bad at it. Mm. Yeah. I did. Mm. That's I did. how I broke my nose. I didn't faint though, because I'm not a little bitch. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> the basketball <laughs> hit me in the face. Well, yeah. Yeah, good. <laughs> you were like, is that a tennis ball? Ah! <laughs> is that a helium Somebody tank? Somebody get me a basketball. <laughs> Um, (laughs) Where do you think you're going to find it here? (laughs) Um, I did piano growing up as well And yeah, acting Feathery strokes, feathery strokes Pardon? (laughs) Um, But anyway, these are all childhood hobbies What? And also painting Painting and drawing We did it at this woman's house And it was fabulous Hmm. But then she wanted to do life drawing one week And I was like, Cameron, I'm not going to come next week It's too scary <laughs> I think it's because I knew I was gay, and I was like, "If there's a naked woman here, we're all meant to go, <laughs> like a bunch of ten-year-olds, check <laughs> oh <my> it off." <laughs> um. um. Okay, but anyway, ew. The as an adult, what hobbies do you cherish? Well, like a hobby time is kind of over now. Well, like, for some people, drag is a hobby. Yeah. What about that, those drags not going don't in get the booked and don't make money. <laughs> No, uh, drag is the sickest hobby. I hate yeah. that. Yeah. Like drag is so unwell. Drag is like I would never encourage anyone to do it because like it is probably the quickest way to make money short like short term. Like as in you can get a gig. Yeah, true. And you will get paid mm. even if you're not good. And you don't need to have any talent. Yeah. You, you just could need to literally be, be like I have seen you just, just need some, to self express. Yeah, like there's like a, I would say the majority of drag queens working have absolutely zero to none, no talent in, in like just generally. Yeah. Like it's incredible. Mm. And no one even says anything. Well, no, because they're not to their face. expressing themselves. <laughs> and that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then you also just hemorrhage money on stupid shit. Absolutely. So I would so not really encourage. Not a, not a great hobby. Uh, I couldn't agree more. I like drawing. <laughs> drawing is lovely. I'm new to pickleball, but that's really fun. Oh my god, aquariums! I can recommend. I don't know how people get into hiking because uh, I really like walking through like bushland. But mm. I'm like, now what? <laughs> I think it just needs more stairs. Yeah, scaling. Mm, where do I go? You also just want someone to organize things. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not like. I'm not as, like, how do you start a hiking journey if you're, like, not getting invited to a hiking trip? Uh Because it's, like, I'm not going to organize, like, without any expertise a hiking trip, but I would love to be on a hiking trip. This is the alienating alienating thing about hobbies Mm. is that they so often require friends. Like I have this, <laughs> <laughs> I have this guy who I like hook up with every now and then, mm, that's um, a friend. and he <laughs> is often like busy doing like D and D, and <laughs> I've said it a few times, and I said it again last week, and I was like, I'd love to play D and D sometime, and he was like, Yeah, you should find some way to do it. <laughs> It's like, okay, well, I'll see you on Friday night and I'll just never say anything slightly out of the sexual context ever again. 
Well, maybe you could go really hard the other direction and he could walk in for a hookup and you could be like, roll a 20 to see if you can find out if my hole is ready for you. <laughs> Bung hole. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. You cast mesmer <laughs> and now you can see my tits. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I've only ever played one game of, of D&D and I had a great time. Mm. Yeah. That's fun. Um, yeah, but hobbies that rely on other people are... Mm. Yeah, my friend, he is now getting really into sailing, like on boats. Rich. He, yeah, and he's going to Greece to oh. sail what? on a yacht. Oh. Just like, but you know what? Like nothing sold it until he said this one last thing, which is like, you can just go to islands that you just can't get to another way. Yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, <gasps> fuck. I didn't think about that. Which species are on the island? Yeah, like the only places I can go are places where like Subway has already been for 10 years. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't go to an, I'm not allowed to go to places where there's just like coconuts yeah. and nothing else. Mm. Yeah. Have you been to French Island? No. French Island? So you're like Phillip Island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like French Island. Which is maybe of a, oh, is it similar size? Maybe it's half the size. Of is it the Island? one with the goats? Uh, I think goats. I have. Yeah, I think yeah. I have. But it it isn't. Oh, there's no. Br- oh, I'm, is this wrong? Look, I don't know, and nobody fact checked me. But there's no bridge, so like there is no bridge. No, you need to take yeah, a ferry. To right? Yeah, you take yeah. a ferry. Um, and in high school, a friend lived on French Island Ooh. and had his like 18th there. And so like, everyone got to ferry over. And then all of a sudden you were just on this really, really like large space with a very low population. Cool. Um, and it was so cool. Mm. Mm. But like island life. My mom used to like, like obviously going back to her being from Queensland, mm. uh, her dad had like a little rinky dink motorboat and he would take the Kim, him and her and the kids, her and her brothers out to like a little island off the mm. coast of Queensland mm. um, where they'd spend like, you know, summer or whatever. <laughs> and they would just like take a kerosene lamp and a thing of kerosene mm. and a cooler with food and then, you know, camp out for a few days. That's so cool. And so it was like, once again, to reiterate my mother's sad, gimpy stories. <laughs> so she was like, it was my favorite place in the whole world. And it just was so beautiful. And it was called Pumpkin Island and da-da-da. And then when I looked it up later on, it had been changed um, to Forex Island because the Forex beer had bought <laughs> the Childhood Memory <laughs> Island. And they're like, yeah, Forex Island, you can pl- come and play a one-hole golf course on oh. Forex Island <laughs> if God, you buy man. all these slabs of beer, beer, beer. And my mum was like, <laughs> <laughs> like imagine. What the Fuck. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Sad. Uh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, I mean, human beings are just so disgusting. Just awful. Just awful. So... Um, oh. So gaming, you like gaming Gaming That's your yes. hobby I would say I would say Like you're quite good at it too, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Like with My your... nephews like to say that I'm a pro gamer 
<laughs> well, that's not a hobby then. That's yeah, a pro. nephews like to lie. <laughs> Look, pro. They, one of them is always like, when I grow up, I want to be a pro gamer like Uncle Kane. <laughs> I say, no, yeah, you keep at it. <laughs> it is better than the other things they could say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I want to be a cross dresser. <laughs> Just like Uncle Kane. <laughs> How your life must appear through the eyes of a child. Because you you have the life that a like eight-year-old would think is the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. Like, not that I don't think your life is cool, mm-hmm. because I, I too live like a child. But yes. like, to their eyes, you're like, you get to keep all your action figures out on the, like, Yeah, thing, any way you want them. And you get to have whatever food you want, and there's, like, no girls in your house. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, games. Yeah, and you can play games whenever you want yeah. and buy whichever games you want. Yeah, whenever you want them. Yeah. <laughs> True. And there's no parents and there's no wife and there's no children. <laughs> yeah. And if you have friends, you can hang out with them all night. Yeah. 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 If. Yeah, you could say I'm pretty cool. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of, yeah. Yeah. Oh like in that God. movie Big with Tom Hanks. You're like... If a 12-year-old got put into the body of big Tom Hanks. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Uh, big. Big. <clears throat> um, but gaming, great hobby. <laughs> oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> um, cooking. For some I people, lo- cooking is a hobby. Yeah. Yeah. Baking. I like to cook. You I do. don't like to bake. Same. Baking? baking? No. No. I, I really like... I bake a few times a year. There's like a few moments, but it's like, I, I don't, it's just too much sweet, too much everything. Like, what do I do once they have the giant cake? Mm-hmm. What now? Give mm. it to the people? <laughs> Disgusting. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think, so. yeah, a lot of sport is hobbies, right? Yeah. It's and do you know what world. though? When me and Kajan went and played that one game of pickleball that I'll now talk about yeah. Ed knows him. Um, I was like awakened to like it was like it was an evening, Friday evening, the sun hadn't set yet, mm. and we met another couple who were like these American Christians, one of whom who follows the podcast because that's the only thing that I could like give to her to be like, follow this. Yeah. And they were both fabulous and they taught us the rules and were super patient. And it was like we were using public space like mm. the tennis courts that were owned by the council mm. and there was a beautiful breeze and we were like outside mm-hmm. on a friday evening mm. meeting people we'd never met before having a nice conversation doing something purely physical and enjoyable and mm. i was like oh like i get it mm. like i get this i never like i felt as a kid so alienated by sport because straight men yeah and just that the atmosphere around it was so intense. Like yes. I never got the joy of it. No. Like I just was like, everyone here is so intense. It's really bright here out on this fucking like <laughs> afternoon sun at school. Yeah. I don't want to sweat in my uniform. Mm-hmm. This is primary school. Um, but yeah, so like the whole vibe there is just like, ew. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. but that was good. But now I'm like, maybe I need to like give sports another chance hmm. Hmm. something yeah <sighs> maybe mm. lacrosse yeah 
Maybe. Don't cross me, bitch. <laughs> but God. yeah, I think like I think it actually might be something like a pickleball. Mm. Yeah, that'd be fun. Pickleball. Yeah. Mm. Um. Okay. But what do we need in the, the bunker. bunker? Because one of these uh, scrapbooking is a pretty <laughs> funny hobby. Decoupage. Decoupage. They could decoupage. Is decoupage okay? So it's like there are hobbies and they're like sub hobbies. Yeah. I don't think decoupage is anyone's like a hobby. Oh. Like, how much runway does Leanne have before she runs out of surfaces to decoupage? <laughs> well, in uh, the bunker, she could decoupage the uh, the corpses from the volcano. Oh, from the Pompeii room. Yeah. Um, that's true. They, they. I mean, it's not a flat surface, but I'm sure that they'll be adapt. Well, Leanne gotta... knows her way around a rough surface. <laughs> she lived in her marriage for the last 30 years. Oh um, a rocky road that was indeed. <laughs> but the, like, I think scrapbooking <laughs> is useful. Yeah. Do you know what I realized the other day that made me so at peace? This oh. might help you, listener. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to die. No. <laughs> um, the... You know, I always had this guilt mm. from the media we were fed as children for not keeping a diary, mm. right? I don't know. I think everyone must feel this way who doesn't keep a diary. It's like when you hear someone keeps a diary, you're like, oh, how nice. <laughs> yes. How good for you. That's exactly what I say in my head every time, yeah. And then I realized just the other day that I have every day of my life for the last 14 years mm. or maybe less – 10 years, sent messages to people mm. every few hours about exactly what was happening yeah. and about what I felt about it. Yeah. I have been completely cataloging my entire life so that if I went back to the Beastie Girls message chat, I yes. could literally go, what was I thinking on the 16th? Bam, 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 bam. This yeah. is where I was. This is what I was talking about. This is a picture of what happened. Mm. Baby, I have made the most comprehensive diary possible with my digital footprint. True. And provided I just save that off when I finally get out of that hellhole that is Facebook, Yeah, I'm good. True. I didn't need to fucking be unlocking that tiny little patronizing lock every time. <laughs> and jotting down your thoughts for the day. Um, recently, I don't know if this happened on anyone else's phone. Or that, I don't know. Um, there's like an Apple journal app that has appeared on my phone with a Ew. previous update. I haven't opened it, but I do look at it every now and then. I see the guilt begins again. Yes. I'm like, oh, I suppose I should be doing that. Yeah. <sighs> Letting Scrapbooking. Them- I just think that's, that could be quite like, do you remember me? I will remember you, you know. <laughs> they have nothing to put in it. There'll be plenty of detritus. <laughs> There'll be wrappers, things left over, True. the the boxes and things that all the thick shake goo comes in. True. And like they might have a little Polaroid camera. I think, mm. here's my pitch. Oh, Yes. What if we just put Leanne mm-hmm. into the library? Yes. She can also shush people. And she is quietly scrapbooking away, keeping a document of the bunker. <gasps> and then as she goes, she just fills the shelves slowly. Ooh. And she averts her eyes at the little dick. It makes her feel uncomfortable. <laughs> it does. It does. Um, I quite like that. Because that's like, say, put her to work. That has reminded me, speaking of scrapbooking and journals, <clears throat> when I was in high school, 
me and my like closest friends, I used to have this book called The Green Book. And I had two mm, Oscar award winning film. <laughs> and every week it would like go to a different friend and they would have it for a week. And then you left it on the sun and it burnt up. No. <laughs> You're like, I'm just preparing for my pen. <laughs> um, yeah, which was quite cool. The green book. What was in the yeah. green book? Just like things, like notes to each other <laughs> or like, like things. Like things and like, Stuff. I don't know, like little cuts of Elijah Wood or whatever. Okay, yeah. so I want to just draw the listener's attention back, like oh. maybe 20 episodes, oh. where you told the story of how you and your friend made this demented, humanoid-esque sewing project doll that was about 30 <laughs> Oh, and yes. Like, and in that story, you're like... Me and my friends used to do this really fabulous darling thing where we'd take something and pass it between you. Oh. And in both of those stories, it's like, well, I have it at my house. <laughs> like, you're oh. like, I've stopped both of those chains dead in their track. <laughs> it was quite charming at the time. It could have potentially Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants continued, but no, no I need it now. <laughs> it's in my archive. Of my it's a living document. You could continue it. I should send that little doll to Claire. That would be so funny. <laughs> I'm laughing about it already. Thinking <laughs> oh about it. Oh my god. Thinking about you going to the post office quietly <laughs> offering up that tiny doll, <laughs> and I watch as it compresses in her hand. Like, oh, it's a soft toy in here. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and then you giggle as you walk out of the show. <laughs> Claire's gonna absolutely the last. So I, <laughs> oh my god, I when I moved house, I've like obviously changed local mm. post office. And I've only been there a handful of times. I still don't know all their names. They don't know mine. <laughs> I could be anyone. <laughs> but the last time I went, I was picking up a vacuum cleaner that I purchased on Black Friday. Anyway. And <laughs> when <laughs> the woman who served me was quite like old and seemingly quite frail, and I had no idea how big the box for this vacuum cleaner was. So, like, as I gave her the card, I was like, Ooh, it's a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and she gave me a look like, that's nice. <laughs> and then when she brought it back, she gave it to me and she was like, Enjoy vacuuming. <laughs> and now I have to move house again because I can never go back in there. <laughs> oh, to be a fly on the wall of these interactions. <laughs> You're running around town having... And also, did you tell her, like, I have a podcast? <laughs> oh, uh, she okay. would probably be like, you? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Matt, do you have any hobbies? Me? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Probably all the work that I do is a hobby, really. Hmm. You know, like making music. <laughs> <laughs> Things that I'm trying to make in my career. But Yeah. Um, well, I've just started making a violin, so I'm kind of Whoa. getting into woodworking. It's trying to vary us over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a hobby at the moment because I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> and I can't make any money off it, so... That's um, sick. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, so it's quite it's quite therapeutic. Wait, is it an fucking, electric violin or a wood one? Just a wooden, just a normal violin. Just a classic. I've got to start with the classic first and then work my way up. But, um, yeah, because I own an electric violin too, so I think eventually one day I'd like to make my own one of them. I think they're a lot more simple. Yeah. It's just, well, that's the thing. You know how they always like... Like when people are like, I made a guitar and you're like, did you make an electric guitar? Because that's just shoving <laughs> fucking like the kit in. 
kit into random like shapes. Wow. You yeah, can do it with anything. You can anything. make an electric guitar literally out of anything. And it's like, like the it's not like you've hollowed it out so it has the correct acoustics. You've just No, you've just put a picture jammed on a, a pre made kit. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I mean not discrediting like beautiful electric guitars, but Oh I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think mm. yeah, I want to get good at making Violins. That's cool. So, but woodworking in general, I think, is my new oh my hobby. God. Actually, you That's did the cool. the benches in the room, like the storage benches, but they're kind of like seats as well mm. in this room, and they're very beautifully appointed. Um, <laughs> I th- I'm glad you like them. They're just plywood, and <laughs> they're they're really well done. And they also have the slow rays on them. Oh yeah, oh, yeah the gas. The gas lift. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm i very impressed by that. And oh, they're stained you. a bit dark and, yeah, it's good. The gas lift. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we didn't mention gardening. Gardening's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It can um, be a bit frustrating. So you get sunstroke and end up vomiting for two days. <laughs> <laughs> Zelda moon. was just one time two weeks ago. <laughs> um, um, it was very bad. Yeah, <laughs> I just think that, like, the... Yeah, I'd love to be better at gardening. It just requires so much patience. Mm. It really does. Mm. Like bonsai or whatever. <laughs> that does require the possibly the most patience. <laughs> yeah. Um, but gardening's a bit incompatible with our dark bunker, you see. But we'll, we'll, we'll hit plants one day. Yeah. There'll be that bromeliad one. goes in the bunker kind of thing. Which? Bromeliad. Which? Okay. I think we say bungholilia. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so what was her name? Julianne. Leanne. Leanne. Um, she's in the it's bunker. It's spelled L E E I E E G H uh, hyphen A N N E H N. Leanne. <laughs> Perfect. And she's always talking about that 30-year marriage. Yeah, she's... To uh, anyone that'll listen. That's her hobby. <laughs> her husband might be dead. She doesn't know. Well, he's drowning now. Okay, so she's scrapbooking, making something of an archive of the bunker and yeah. the events that transpired. Where the Paltrow's hair. Yeah. <laughs> Lux. Yeah, she finds oh. it wafting around one of the holes. Oh. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, should we have a break and then be right back? Yeah. And we're back. Welcome. Hello. We're, of course, today talking with our dear friend, Zelda Moon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. That last episode. <laughs> oh my god. What? That also happened last episode. Um where it ended up a fucking therapy session about my driving trauma. It was yeah. too much. Yeah. Really made like me that. rethink offering to teach you to drive. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what's gonna happen out there. <clears throat> yes. Anyway. Um You've gotta be te- like taught by someone who's not like scared. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because if you're already anxious, like I learned from my dad Mm. and he could not give a shit if we live or die. (laughs) Whereas when I was, my first lesson was with my mom and she's like holding onto the handle. Oh no. Watch out, watch out. 
Like, and so my sister learned from her and she's a much, she's a better driver, Mm. but she's a much (laughs) more like, um, terrified driver. She drives very anxiously. Um, not as much anymore, but Mm. I'm much more of a reckless driver, but, um, I don't have any of that anxiety. Yeah. And people have been hit because of it. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) My God. We'll tell that story one day. Yeah. Um, it is time yeah. to decide yeah. which dra- dra- drag race, drag queen, American. Yeah. Americans. Uh, well, we know Vanity's in the bunker. We know Vanity. Baby Slut's in the bunker. So they're yeah. thus far our two drag queens. Yes. But and now, Teresa. And Teresa. But now we need to decide which, drag race. which OG flavor drag race drag queen is getting in the bunker. Yeah. So, Puppy Poison, it's not you. Puppy Poison! <laughs> um, you what? lead us off. Kick us out. Kick us off. Okay, well, Alaska. Yeah, it's got to be Alaska. Yeah, okay, great. Alaska. <laughs> and, um, okay, so this week we've got Alaska <laughs> in the bunker. <laughs> um, well, let's yeah, entertain okay. some other ideas. Because it's like, to me, <laughs> yeah, we can round it out. We'll get back to Alaska. Yeah, Put a yeah, pin yeah. in Alaska, but it's, yeah. it's going to be Alaska. Obviously. Um, but... Um, Bebe Zahara Benet. She's really good. I fucking love her. Isn't it wild that they found someone when the pool they were calling mm. on was so much smaller, who is still such a like distinct, yes, unique and unusual flavor. And I love that she's never really like changed her personality or her like output or anything to pursue more fame mm. she's just always done her thing yeah and like it's seen areas of success but it's not like through the years she was like oh shit i should be more like this or like this and change my look and you know like no she's no such interest a, like, in that just like this is it and it's fierce it's fierce yeah and that belief in the fierceness is such like actual drag queen it's yes. like oh you're like old school back before drag was Very like that automatically considered fierce and you yes. have to really be like, I believe it. So you'll believe it. Yeah. So good. Mm. Um, you love Adore Delano. I do. I think Adore Delano is like certainly one of the most naturally charismatic people to have ever walked the earth. <laughs> I think like, she just seems like I like, I, I kind of, I, her on the show was such a joy and I kind of, I don't know what we're doing with her. I feel like we're mm. wasting an Adore Delano yeah. moment. I want more of her. And I just am like, where do we go for mm. more Adore? Mm-hmm. But I like that she went off and did her thing. Yeah. I like that, like, yeah, it feels like her whole energy has been about kind of reclaiming that, you know, childhood experience of being an American Idol and feeling like compressed and mm. hidden away and slowly like just being on a journey of, Self-discovery. And it yeah. all just feels very earnest out of mm-hmm. Miss Adore. Yes. Um, I also love, I like Katya, obviously. Yeah. Because how could you not? Once again, someone who's completely like sincere or at least like, I don't know, forthright mm-hmm. with her feelings and thoughts about things. Yes. And doesn't really kind of like make shit, I don't know, like. Her interest is not in um, faking it. No, it's just like this is it, 
and yeah. it just happens to be palatable and people love it. Yeah. But it was never designed to be that way. Yeah. Um, I love Violet. Oh, actually, Violet was probably my, like, second favorite. Yeah. She's so good. She's so good. I think as well because she just has skills that no one does. Else does. Like, it's just, like, fuck that eye that yeah. she has yeah. for fashion. Yeah. And just the, like cruelty Mm -hmm. like we just need more (laughs) drag queens that are actively cruel and just because she sits in such a place of owning it yes that it's like never like people like there are people that have just forever been alienated from her Mm. but it's like the the rest of us you know particularly like the she came into the franchise one at the very last moment where i think that that would have been possible because the fandom was so quickly evolving to include mm. people that would just not have been okay with someone who was so aggressively like, I don't give a shit what the fuck you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, who else is fabulous from the franchise? I think Bob is really good. And yeah. I think that Bob only suffers. And like, it's kind of the issue that, 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 Isis had in her season, mm. like in Down Under. It's mm-hmm. like because she walked in and just fucking ate it up and creamed mm. the competition. Not to say that, like, yeah, Naomi wasn't incredible or like, you know, Kim Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, she but just was didn't a... have, like, it was like she was without natural predators yeah. <laughs> in that show. Mm. So you never got to see her test her metal. And I think I'd be much more interested in Bob's like trajectory if she'd had like a full, like, now you need to fucking prove yourself. I want to see you sweat mm-hmm. because I think she has it in her. She's got yes. a tremendous amount of fight, but because she like the show has never set her up to like actively fight for herself. Mm. We need her on a all winners season two. Yes. That would be fabulous. Yeah. Really forced to go. Mm. Um and I love Thorgy as well. Thorgy. That's yeah, Thorgy's amazing. But the Thorgy and Bob dynamic it, to me is the most, like, that's a very it's satisfying so dynamic. Yes. Because Thorgy is, like, true chaos mm-hmm. um, and and truly not not able to edit herself in a way that makes her perfect. You know, like, she, yes. she could never. I listened to an interview on Keep It the other day with Sasha Valua. Mm. Who should you be to Sasha Valour content? <laughs> what? She should be my favorite drag queen. Do you know what I mean? It's like if you if you told me all the elements yeah. of Sasha Valour yeah. outside of it, I think she's so intelligent. She's mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. fucking creative powerhouse. Yeah. Super super talented. Like probably designs the best shows mm. and performs the best shows yes. of any drag queen I've ever seen. Like it's just. When I when I heard her interview, she was like, "They're like, so what do you you know like what do you like to do?" And she's like, "Sometimes, me and my friends will go, and we'll go to the gallery, and we'll just have a ball walking around the gallery, and we might have a cocktail afterwards and just laugh about contemporary art." And I'm like. Oh, Sasha. Yeah. Yeah. How? 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 Yeah. Like, there's this, like, bit scene at the end of the film, the short thing, where this girl is, like, with her boring boyfriend, and he's, like, written to be the most boring boyfriend ever, and he's like, 
you know, I got the flannel sheets, which means uh, every time we use them, they're going to get softer and softer. In 10 years' time, it'll be like we're sleeping on a cloud. <laughs> it's like, that's how I feel when she talks. I'm like... He sounds great. <laughs> Why is this so boring? <laughs> and then your shows are so exciting and yeah, riveting. Yeah, yeah. And you're like... like, And then even just the kind of like... Because she's an academic. Mm. So it's like... The, the, like even when the thesis like lands her which is just back to like and we're all beautiful and the expression is beautiful it's like she she takes the longest most like academically verbose place to land at mm. like the sentiment of like a Kmart backpack of like be yourself <laughs> and it's just so bizarre to me because it yeah it's like how is that the outcome of all of this study is just to be like we're all magical creatures and we should just love, you know, it's like, oh what God. are you talking about? Shut up. Yeah. Like you're ruining it. Yeah. Yeah. She's so talented though. Did you see that light bulb number she just did? Yes. Fuck. It's incredible. I know. She's so good. It's really, but yeah. I just, I don't want to like sit and have a, a no. like a party, you know, Absolutely not. whereas um, Alaska is that Alaska mm, mm, hits everything that she attempts yeah like she's has incredible like comedic timing she has great looks she's also not concerned about doing what other drag queens are doing she just has her own look Mm -hmm. and has always owned it yeah and can do that in different ways but it's always her yeah um she's intelligent she's funny she has a great point of view just and she's she evolves like i mm-hmm. think that that's why it's like you know someone from season five it's like not all of those girls made it to the 21st century like uh <laughs> they don't all have that kind of like evolving understanding of like yeah. what the queer landscape is looking like and who mm. like how to like she's very leading the fucking march towards what drag needs to become to become more accessible to more people mm. and like, yeah, mm. allow it to be cool and fabulous into the future. And yeah. she is like, mm. we've seen her sweat, mm-hmm. which I fucking love. Yes. I love to see her wanting things. Mm. It was so cool when she had that breakdown on the show. Absolutely. I'm like, that's drag. Yeah. But also like takes it in a drag way and has owned it ever since. And like, it hasn't diminished her at all. No. Um, which, I think weaker personalities, those things do define you. Yeah. But yeah, she never let that, you know. No. Um, She's just like, the music is great. Yeah. Like she just really just fucking has it all. Yeah. 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 And that's like, I kind of just think we need to figure out what to do with her. Like I want to know what's next. Where Mm. do we take? Because like, I think Jinx has had a really great run Mm -hmm. because she's such an incredible actress. So you can Mm. kind of plop her into being on Broadway Mm. because she's an incredible singer Mm. and then being in Doctor Who and then being in the new like Adventure Time series. That outfit they put her in was so ugly. Which one? In Doctor Who. Outrageous. It was awful. Anyway. Doctor Who. Not always the people I'd go to for my (laughs) fashion advice. Fashion (laughs) advice. Um, but yeah, I think I mean like Jinx is also great. I just think like um the the canniness and the ability of like the I don't know, there's something about like having your hand on the dial of your abilities so mm. confidently. Mm-hmm. And I think like that's the only thing that sometimes happens with Jinx is that like she's a little bit too stoned mm. and it just doesn't feel like she's as in control of the yes. the whole vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But I love her too. She's very funny. Absolutely. Yeah. I did always love Yara Sofia. <laughs> Wigs. <laughs> That's her? No. Oh. <laughs> Who's Wigs? Wigs, Bobby. Wigs. That's Serena Chacha. Ah, Serena Chacha, not Yara Sofia. Huh. Wanna. I own the mistake. Yep, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Any other honorable mentions? Uh, RuPaul? <laughs> well, she, I mean, she, uh, <laughs> she's. Uh, I like Latrice. Yes. I think she's fucking great. What Latrice a creature. I, she's really good in um, AJ and the Queen. Lazy Susan's personal favorite TV program. I love AJ and the Queen with RuPaul, <laughs> but um, Latrice is like. Latrice is good in that. One of Ruby Red's old friends, and she goes to visit her, and she's making counterfeit money. Hmm. A dangerous act. Yeah. Well, AJ takes all the counterfeit money and uses them to the money to bribe people at Ruby Red's big, you know, um, pageant, mm. so that they applaud for her and not for Trinity the Tux character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we should. Uh... Maybe we should do a re, uh, recap episode of AJ and the Green one. It would, I would do a whole podcast about <laughs> yeah. it. I would Watch along with me. Yeah. I could, like maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll do like a sub, sub episode. <laughs> the decapod. But only if I can get RuPaul in of to course. discuss it. Yeah. yeah. Ru will do it. Yeah. Um, well, Alaska, Thunderfuck 5000 from the planet Glamtron. Oh, excellent. Okay, good. That's great. Okay. So this week, going into the bunker. Yeah. We have... Who is Ben? Who is Ben? We have <laughs> scrapbooking with Leanne. Yes. And we have Alaska Funderfuck 5000. Amazing. Okay, great. That's, Lock it down. That's pretty good. A healthy week. Do you think, well, this is, you know what, dear listener, we are loving the fan fiction. <gasps> and what a fun little group of drag queens we have in the bunker. Mm. Mm. A-list only. Yes. Yeah. Although it's getting very, like, you know, cast of season one of Down Under. <laughs> what do you mean? It's just like a lot of white girls. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay. The diversity in this cast is not Jesus. quite it. Of the drag queens in the bunk up. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Is Sabrina Italian or something? <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought she was some kind of robot lady. <laughs> well, yes. Kind of. She's of the lizard community. (laughs) Yes. She's kind of got the vibe of um, like the robots in like a um, fast food restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'm doing a little show on stage. I'm sorry, Sabrina. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, we can can deal with this this, uh, Oscars So White debacle later on. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dear listener, thank you. Yes. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Death to Everyone was recorded at Natural Habitat Studios by Matt Shears. Our theme song and music was provided by Eatcentric and Angus Leslie. Do you have something for us? Do you have some fanfic? Send it to us at deathtoeveryonepod at gmail.com. Well, do you support us in our endeavours at patreon.com slash death to everyone? Goodbye.